Hello, fellow explorers. Welcome back to Siren Soapbox. After a few weeks off for us, we are pretty excited to be back together recording. And we're on a mission to explore. This week, we explored a dollar store and maybe a garage sale and a thrift store and a school. And we each picked an item from one of those places and gave it a makeover. Now, there are no shortage of tutorials on the internet to help you with some DIY inspiration. So I cannot wait to talk about what each of us decided to make. But before we get up on our soapboxes, just a reminder that if the conversation about crafting tonight gets too intense, the safe word is <laughs> mango. mango. First wow. up on her <laughs> first up on her soapbox is Sara. Well, I was about to head to a dollar store, but decided to ask for some inspiration from my fellow sirens first. And of course, I got some great suggestions. So when I decided what I wanted to do, I realized that I could find what I wanted at a pre-garage sale. What is that, you might ask? Well, not to once again bring out one of my favorite Siren Soapbox episodes, but during the Minimalist Challenge, Bill and I did set aside quite a few items that we wanted to put in a future garage sale. So yep, I went to the basement to find what I was pretty sure I would find. My pre-garage sale item, a gorgeous picture frame that we just didn't think we'd use anytime soon. Then I needed some used corks. My plan was to cut the corks in half and then hot glue them into the frame to make a really neat place to pin photos. Fortunately, or unfortunately, we have about a zillion corks stored in various containers around the house, including some really fancy Ziploc bags and drawers. I really had no excuse to open a new bottle of wine, but I did it anyway. In my defense, it was a screw top. A fun part of the project was having Bill help me cut the corks in half. It was a lot more difficult to do than I expected, but we had a tool for that. A not so fun part was the actual hot gluing. It took me back to school projects from years ago. Evenings spend, spent helping slash doing the damn project, usually a day before it was due. Good news, however, Bill and I can start a little crime spree now because I have no fingerprints left and one tiny little blister. <laughs> well, anyway, I'm really happy with the finished product and I'm quite proud of how I upcycled something from my own home and used things that I already had in hand to, uh, in order to get it done, even the Band-Aids. Now I have to decide what pictures to pin up. TC had a great idea of filling it with Cheers pictures, and I do love that idea because it's very appropriate. So I do have to say this was a little bit out of my comfort zone, but as usual, it was because of my less than creative brain. But I do find that once I have or steal an idea that I love, Ah, I do really enjoy putting it together. Jess, what did you make? Well, I ended up making a super cute little chalkboard frame thing. I don't really know how to describe it, but my idea was to have it somewhere near the kitchen to write stuff we need from the grocery store on because we always talk about stuff when we're cooking and go, oh yeah, I'll add it to the grocery list in my phone. And then as we all know, it doesn't get done. And then we go to the grocery store and go, what did we need? So my plan had been to actually get an end table and 
refurbish it with a nice tropical theme, something to put out on our lanai because we actually do need another table out there. But as we don't have dollar stores and garage sales don't come around too often here on the island, I went to a thrift store. It's called Blooming Tales Thrift Store and it's actually run by the Humane Society on the island. So that was really fun because the proceeds go to the Humane Society. And I found a super cute framed picture board that was Christmas themed, but um, it had two cute little gnomes and the gnomes were broken and it was really dusty and kind of gross. So I thought that that would be a good project. I ended up trying to just take the gnomes off and it turns out it was backed with paper and the paper tore and it was just, it was a bigger deal than I expected it to be. So I got Ben involved. <laughs> he's a lot more creative than I am. So he actually got really excited about helping me with this and had the bright idea to take the frame off and turn the board over. I would never have thought of something like that to just turn the board over. And I wanted to make it a magnet board, but the um, magnet paint turns out is really expensive and that kind of defeated the purpose of the challenge. So ended up with a chalkboard. And it has some cute little clips on it. And I painted a turtle on it, of course. But what was most exciting about it was that Ben just really helped me out with it a ton. There's not a lot of challenges we do that he gets really excited about, you know, shiwi and ghost hunting and, you know, all that. <laughs> Doesn't get super excited about that. So he was really excited to help me with painting and spray painting and techniques for making it all look beautiful and it'll be something that we can both use so I really enjoyed that I love that so much yeah he was really excited about it it was super cute so I have to now figure out where to hang it so that we get the most use out of it and we actually use it as intended so that's the next part of the challenge but for right now it's drying and it's really cute Mur. Do you like DIY projects? I sure do, Jess. I am no stranger to DIY projects. In fact, I love them. I love them so much that I tend to hold on to trash way too long because I'm going to make something with it. Does anyone remember the Great Purge of 2021? Sarah already mentioned it in her soapbox, otherwise known as the Minimalist Challenge. It was episode 50, in case you want to go back and listen to it. That was a fun episode. They all are. So days 14, 16, 22, 28, 29, and 30 were mostly dedicated to getting rid of things I was going to use to make something. So <laughs> the problem with this week's dollar store challenge is that I wanted to make something that I was either going to use or sell. I didn't want to just make something for the sake of making something, right? So one thing that I know I need is a dish to throw my jewelry in at Mark's house. Otherwise, I just leave it laying around on the side table there. So I found a cute little crate type box and some small like die cut owls at the Dollar Tree. I painted them and hot glued them onto the box and voila, I have a cute little jewelry dish. But I also spotted this cute little jar that has like these vertical ridges on it. It was also at the Dollar Tree. 
So I bought that and I have paint at home already. I painted the bottom portion of the jar orange and then the top is green. So it's going to be a little pumpkin jar. Like I still have to put some like leaves or something on the top of it, but that's going to be a fun little fall decoration. Maybe I'll use it as a candy dish or something. But I really loved this challenge and I really enjoyed my time crafting. It reminded me that I really need to get back to spending more time doing that, but not holding on to junk with the idea of making something someday. Crafting with purpose. <laughs> TC, what was your goal with this project? Well, at my school, we are moving to a new campus and I have a whole new office. I currently have an office at my home, which is my favorite office to work out of because of my um, my office mates who are here, Winston and Hendrix, my pups. But um, I'll, I'll be spending more time at the new campus than I did at the old campus. So I wanted to make something for my new office because right now it has a folding table and some folding chairs in there. So I need to make it look a little bit more welcoming. So I went to the old campus and we're renovating some classrooms, but not all of the classrooms. I walked through the classrooms that were not renovating to look for some treasures that needed to be um, reclaimed. And I found this really cute metal desk. And what I liked about the metal desk is, first of all, the drawers all worked really, really well. And I liked that the the like the back of it, which will be what you see when you walk into my office. Um, I could put stuff on there with magnets. And so I pulled that metal desk out. Um, it was covered in about an inch of dust. And I wrote the words, reclaim me with my finger on the top of the desk because it was so <laughs> dirty. Washed it all off, sanded it. I bought um, some, some paint that matches the color of our school logo. And I went to town spray painting the metal parts of this desk. What did I learn about myself? I'm not real patient to see how things turn out. When I want something, I kind of want it now. And that's that's uh, something for me to work on. So I'm not real good at painting the parts that are light blue and waiting for them to dry and then going back and painting the dark blue parts. I just wanted to paint it all at once, which is what I did. And it's it's going to need some touch up now. And not only did I do it all at once, but I even tried to tape off the part while the paint was still wet. So and I ran out of paint. Um, the other thing that I probably should have done was taken one of the old handles with me to make sure that I bought the right size. But I eyeballed it. I figured pick out that size there were a lot of sizes of pools drawer pools so i picked out something frustratingly close but not exact so do you think i took the time to take those drawer pools back to home depot and get the right size no i did not instead i took a nail and a hammer and i extended the holes the roughly one eighth of an inch they needed to be extended and put the handles on anyway. So now you can see all of those really wonderful little issues with my desk. But when you stand back from a healthy distance, it looks good. And I'm generally happy with what I accomplished in this challenge. It was a lot of fun. 
Good. You know, I have all of these uh, visions for how to help you with your desk. Sorry. Continue. Come on down. <laughs> all I know is I'm just gonna... your brother is cringing at the moment listening to you tell this story. But anyway, keep going. <laughs> it was Dean, I guarantee it. Because And I told Dean when he got home, I'm like, well, if you were with me, these are all the things I wouldn't have done. The other thing I wouldn't have done was spray painted in one of my brand new work shirts and gotten spray paint on my brand new work shirt. No, you would not. You know, Oops. I'll wear it. I'll wear it anyway. And that's what drives him nuts. <laughs> well, Sirens, I'm curious. Did you feel successful with your projects? I certainly did. I, uh, well, yes. But my pumpkin is not quite finished. Like I said, I walked through this house looking for, like, don't I have an artificial leaf somewhere in this freaking house? No, I do not. Hmm. Could always paint a little jack-o'-lantern face on him instead. Yeah, I don't think I want to do that, though. That's I love mine. <gasps> is it big? It looks good. It is pretty big. That is big. Sara, I'm going to make one, too. You have inspired me. That is a really fun idea. And you I see all it. the quirks have to go in there, you know, and fit. And you'll see that they don't quite fit in the perfect pattern. And so it was kind of like putting together a nice big jigsaw puzzle, too. Yeah. That's fun. It was how, cool. How, how was the uh, quirks not all lining up working for you and your OCD? Um, I had to cut some little ones to make them all fit perfectly. And so I, did, I, I set it up first on the, there was still the glass in the frame. And I put them all on there. And then I had to undo everything, take the glass out. And then they kind of shifted a bit. And then I started putting them back and realized that they didn't fit perfectly anymore. And so I had to do it again a little bit. And then I carefully took each one out, glued, stuck it back. It was fun. So hmm. if I were doing that, I, it would have been more, it would have been more Tracy-like. And I would have just cut all the corks and thrown them in a big pile. And then I would have gotten out the hot glue gun and glued stick, glue stick, glue stick. And then I'd be like, shit, now what? That's what would have happened if I were doing it. <laughs> I, luckily, I also wouldn't um, have thought to alternate the pattern. Well, I, I uh, looked up a little, hey, how do you make a quirk picture frame? And uh, they had some good tips in there. Yeah, as, as you mentioned in the intro, you can find just about anything on the internet if you look hard enough. And even yes, if you can. look that hard. So my friend Marcy was going through the um, the classrooms with me, and she also needs a desk for her new office. And she found this old desk, and we pulled it out. It's like an old, heavy metal, like big desk. And we pull it out, and we took pictures of it. And she said, "I'm going to go home and do some research on different ways to to you know spruce this up." Meanwhile, I'm just like spray spray painting mine. So she found online the exact same desk that somebody had redone and it looks so up. cute. So I'm excited and she's really patient and her husband is in construction. Hers is going to look really good. I'm excited to see it. Yeah. You'll have to send pictures to the sirens. Ask her if we can post them on our, on our Facebook. I'm sure she'll let you. She's been on an episode before she was on the um, macro stacks one. Oh yeah. I'm trying to think if she was on any others. I know she was on that one. So what I love about these desks is that instead of like just 
spending money, which I don't know. I don't know if your school has money or not, but instead of doing that and buying something new, you pulled something out that was what was going to happen to that those desks if, if you didn't spruce them up and reuse them, right? Probably get. Yeah, they probably would have ended up in the trash. And I was talking to Dino about that today when he got home. And I was like, um, I probably saved, we probably saved the school about a thousand bucks between my desk and her desk today. And he's like, yeah, easy. Also, we're moving to St. Dunstan's campus, which was a school on this island that closed about 20 years ago. And it is such a beloved school. It's amazing. I joined the, um, the, um, what do you call a graduate, the alumni of St. Dunstan's Facebook page. And the things, the way they talk about their school is, it's just so heartwarming. They love their school. So it's also really cool that I'm keeping pieces of that, that old school alive. I just, I love everything about it. Yeah, that is awesome. Yeah. So what was um, the most challenging thing for this challenge for you guys? spray paint oh spray paint is not as easy to use as you would expect it to be I agree like you just think like it's just like using a paintbrush you just swipe it and there's color but no <laughs> that's not the case yeah I I made uh those gold spider webs for one of our it was our Christmas episode or that DNA um, holiday episode that we did. I made mm -hmm. gold spider webs and I had to spray paint them. And that was really difficult because they were these little lightweight things and I had to do it outside and I had to spray them close enough that I was going to get them. And it was like, I don't know, it wasn't easy. And you have to get it in like all different directions. Yeah, you do. And I, somebody had recommended that I just get, um, like a, like a sample size jar of paint in the colors that I wanted. And that's what I was going to do when I got to Home Depot and I found the colors that I wanted. And then um, Dino said, make sure that you get paint that's good for metal. And I was like, well, I know that Rust-Oleum spray paint is good for metal. Let me just go see what colors they have. And they had the exact colors that I had chosen on the little, the little paint samples. So I went with spray paint thinking it would be quicker and easier, and it so is not. <laughs> I'm sure there's a trick to it. And it's hard to get it even and, like, mm -hmm. get it to go where you want it to go, especially because you're doing it outside and there's a breeze. And I tried it for about five seconds, and Ben was just, like, handed over. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, when, okay. <laughs> when I moved into this house, I spray painted everything. I got a lot of spray paint done. Hmm. I have a table and chair set that I need to spray paint now. But I think I feel like I need to like, I don't know. It feels like a lot of work, so I haven't done it yet. <laughs> it gives me respect for like graffiti ears that actually make like their graffiti look really pretty. It's just like, how? How, how did you do that? So I used to work for a company who hired a graffiti artist to come in and paint one of our walls. So he did a mural on one of our walls indoors um, and had like our the name of our company. And it was a really sweet logo or a really sweet mural. I'll have to find pictures of it. Um, 
but obviously nobody could work in the building for like a week because it was so stinky but the pro like i think Liam might have video of it i think he did like a time lapse video of it it is really cool to watch this guy work and it, it, he did amazing yeah. an amazing job when you go to mexico they often have those street artists that make prints you know i mean they're just about that big but they use spray paint and it's just incredible how they make they're just spray oh, painting yeah. but they make an actual picture yeah i've seen like those TikTok videos or whatever if you get too close it drips if you're too far away it doesn't get on your intended surface like there is definitely some skill to spray painting so what i'm picturing tracy is taking a piece of like cardboard to hold next to the like when you're doing the edge so you can just spray paint mm -hmm. the edge and not have, then it won't get onto the bigger portion of the desk that's what i was picturing that's what that's what I ended up doing. I actually taped off and covered the top of it with cardboard and painter's tape. And then um, then I spray painted it. I tried my tape and quickly realized that that was a mistake after I had run out of paint, so I couldn't touch it up. So I'll go back and get more paint. Um, then I took a file folder and I was using a file folder to do that. Smart. But the it's like you underestimate the level of my impatience when it comes to this kind of task. <laughs> so now if you look closely at my desk, you can see where the file folder ends at each place because there's like a swoop of paint that goes beyond the edge of the file folder. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I can't wait to see this desk in person. <laughs> well, like I said, once again, for me, the most difficult thing that I found was just figuring out what I wanted to do you know I, I faced with all kinds of because I, I looked at the um, article that you had um, sent us and I looked at all of those things and like well yeah that's cool that's cool I don't know which one I want to do um, another idea that I had and I still might actually do those I've got a lot of succulents now out there and I thought I might make one of those hanging succulent baskets or something and cute those up um but I'm glad that um, that this is what I ended up doing because Bill and I have several cork boards downstairs. They're not made out of corks. They're just flat pieces of, of cork. Um, and we pin pictures up there that, you know, we've got several different ones. You've got our hiding in plain sight cork board and, and then the other cork boards are just all the things that we've done. And it's really kind of cool. We can just, you know, oh, that's kind of an old one. Let's take that one down and hang these pictures up now, so. Pretty cool. I love that. So I was like, I was looking at that article, and one of the ideas was taking um, like a a sheet of cork and wrapping it around a lamp, and um, and and pinning pictures to the lamp. And I showed it to Dino. I'm like, wouldn't this be cute with with um with wine cork all around this lamp? And then you could use like cool metal push pins to push in some pictures. And he's like, yeah, that would be really cute, except we don't drink wine. We don't have any corks. I'm like, well, I know who does. That's why I sent you that idea. Yeah, we have a couple. But I like the, I like the frame. Yeah, it was really cool. It was a good find in the pre-garage sale downstairs. Yeah, I, Sarah, I think that was the hardest part for me too, was trying to figure out what I was going to do. And I still feel like I just, I, I don't know. Like, I love that Jess and TC like repurposed something. I still went out and bought something. I only spent four bucks though on this challenge. 
I spent more than that because I bought spray paint and sandpaper and gloves, which I obviously didn't wear because my hands are all blue. And um, I also, so I, I also repurposed a filing cabinet and I did it in the same color combination and they are the same height. So I'm going to put the desk and the filing cabinet next to each other. When I finish the filing cabinet, I ran out of paint, but um, I went to office max and I bought the, um, the frame that you put in a file cabinet drawer because it didn't have the frame to hang the file mm. folders on. So I bought two of those and they were on sale. So that was really cool. But um, the filing cabinet, it's like old school and built rock solid. So the drawer works really well, even in the Caribbean, which is amazing for something metal like that. But I put the frame in, it fit perfectly. I'm really excited about that. That's awesome. I was impressed that your metal filing cabinet and metal desk were not just totally rusted out after sitting in that school for 20 years. I because, I mean, there's stuff that we've had on this island just for like two years that's totally rusted. And it was, it did not take long at all. So, I mean, that's, that's impressive. Yeah. We have to buy a grill like every two years. And we bought that, um, that wrought iron or whatever iron, um, patio furniture that you can get at home, home Depot. And that lasted probably three years and all rusted out. So we have the wow. same issue here. Yeah. I couldn't believe it, but they're in great shape. That's awesome. Yeah. I had like, once I picked out the, the frame, um, thing that I had, I had this idea in my head of what I was going to do. But then the other part of the challenge is like, we don't have, we have one craft store and it's Ace Hardware and Crafts. So they have like maybe a third of the store that is craft supplies. So I had this idea in my head of what I was going to do. And then I went there and I'm just like, well, got to change my plans because they do not have like any of the stuff that I wanted to, to do. Um, which is fine because like Ben came with me and he's like, well, you could do this and this. And I was like, I could do that. That's really cool. It was getting off of that like idea in my head, like, no, this is what I want to do. And he's like, what about this? I just like, oh, yeah, I guess that could work too. <laughs> it looks really cute. Yeah. My you friend, did a really nice hey. job on the turtles. Yeah, you did. They look really awesome. Ben picked out the colors. I just told him I want like oh. green and blue and brown. And he's like, all right, here's like five shades of each. Take your pick. <laughs> nice. Because he has all his paints from painting his his minis. And so he was like also giving me tips on like, like, well, you should thin it to get it to, you know, do this consistency. And like, oh, this one you could probably use like it is. And it was fun. It was a joint project. So. The big turtle almost looks like, what do you call that art that you do on, um, on like, on like fabric where you have, I think you use wax and then you put oh, the dye on. Block printing. Yeah. It almost looks like that. It's really pretty. It looks like, it looks like a beach tie that, that you would tie around you. That kind of thing. It's really pretty. Or so, yeah, boutique, I, I think I it's want also it. called. But yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. 
So yeah, I'll send you my address. You can send that to me. That would be great. I know we've talked about doing the whole like part of the challenge is selling it. And I'm just like, once I got done, I was like, I don't want to sell it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There, there will be no selling. I want to, I want to hang this puppy up. If I can't find a place to hang it, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll hand deliver it to you. See. <laughs> oh, good idea. <laughs> so while I do have quite a lot of corks left, you know, I mean, I've been collecting them for, you know, at least three weeks. Um, <laughs> the reality of it is, I mean, I've actually made a couple of things with corks. I've made a trivet, you know, you just buy the, the metal frame and it's got little cork screws on it and you just then put the corks on and it's, it's perfect. I use it all the time. Um, and uh, Lizzie Mac actually made me a wreath and it's just made of corks. It's hmm. there are a lot of projects you, you can do with used corks, but the wine that I drank, it's a screw top doesn't have quite the same effect. I mean, I suppose you could make a craft out of some screw tops, but it's not quite the same. Yeah, not quite the same. I agree. Although Depending I find a craft to do out of the bottles. Yeah, that was like day 28 of my purging was getting rid of wine bottles that I was going to make something with. Oh, we had, <laughs> we filled four gigantic recycling bins with all the bottles that we were going to keep and that we had kept and then decided not to keep because we were going to do something with them. We were going to make a wall out of them and do some cool things and this and that and the other. And then we decided we weren't going to. It was literally four gigantic rumpy recycling bins. Yeah. That's a lot of bottles. So I have a friend. I guess you can get spray paint that looks like um, sea glass. So it's like a, like a frosted green or blue or whatever. She takes um, bottles and spray paints them with that that sea glass paint and then she puts those those uh those lights inside that run on either it's either solar or battery depending on which kind you get but those little teeny tiny led lights and then she takes actual sea glass and makes a design on the front like a sea turtle with different pieces of sea glass and glues them on and they're really pretty yeah you have one in when, your house yeah, I don't know if I still do. I don't know if it made the move to this house, but they come in handy when you live somewhere that where you run out of power, where you lose power all the time. But they're really pretty. So this past week, um, Women's Dive Day, we I celebrated it with the dive shop that I go through, Scuba Unlimited, on Saturday, July 15th. And then on July 19th, we'd had craft night. So I'm going to hold this up. You see that sparkly ass Scuba oh, yeah. Unlimited logo? It's oh, yeah. silver Cute. sparkly. This is a can koozie. Can you see what it's made out of? Can you tell? Wetsuit. Yep. Oh, that's so cool. Yes. And this little pouch. So this will be great for like carrying the camera around or even um, so you just unfold it and fill it with whatever and then pop it back closed. I was thinking throw rocks in it and I could use it as a weight for my uh, for my tarp at the quarry. Nice. Um, so there were about 20 people that showed up to this craft night at the brewery and we just went to town on these wetsuits, man. So, so we kept a bunch of wetsuits out of the landfill, which is nice also. Yeah. yeah. Neoprene's supposed to be not so great for the environment. Yeah, and wetsuits don't last forever, unfortunately. So unfortunately, right? So, yeah, 
We were trying to think of all kinds of fun things we could do with them. These little pouches, I can see these coming in handy. Throw your camera in there. You can throw your dive computer in there, and it's, you know, protective. It has the neoprene on there. And you guys can make a bunch of them and sell them on eBay. Oh, oh, that's an idea. And these little pouches. Um, oh, I mean, these little uh, logos. One of the girls at the shop just printed them on her cricket. They're like, she used the iron on. Oh, cool. Cricket paper, whatever. Yeah. Fun. <laughs> I was making a turtle hide once out of boards that were in the yard. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go make a turtle hide right now. I have paint. I have boards. I have screws. I have a uh, electric screwdriver. What else can I need? So I put this whole thing together. And I you have yellow. ideas. I know, exactly. <laughs> I put it all together. Dino gets home, like, come see what I made. So I take him out in the backyard, and there it sits, looking cute and yellow. And I'm like, yeah, look, I'm just going to pick it up and put it into our tie town. And I picked it up, and it went, it all fell, all <laughs> fell into pieces. And I was like, huh. <laughs> He's like, well, you have the right idea. You have all the right things. You know, we need to get some of those, uh, some of those right angle brackets, and it'll be perfect. You did most of it just right. So he went to Home Depot. He got the brackets. He screwed it all together, and now it's solid as a rock. And I'm like, whatever. You're stupid. <laughs> You're stupid. How dare you be better than me? Fall apart on a turtle. Really fell apart when I picked it up. I was so proud, <laughs> dude. That thing was not hurricane proof. <laughs> so, do you guys have any DIY projects in your near future? We want to put shelves up in the bar area downstairs, and so we're gonna be hanging some shelves up down there. And um, please don't laugh when I say that we have started collecting some of our cool bottles that we're gonna put up on those shelves. Now you want, you know, listeners don't know this, but I'm looking at all of your faces and you are all indeed laughing at me, <laughs> albeit quietly. But um, we have some bottles that are really, really cool that we're saving to do something similar to the fairy light idea. Cause mm -hmm. we've done that before. We actually did that for the big wedding party that we had here for our, I believe that was our second wedding together. Um, and, and that was really cool. We just took little stones to fill up the, the bottom part and then stuff the fairy lights in there. And I had put a cork in there with some greenery sticking out. It was really cool centerpiece, but we kind of like to have something like that on our bar downstairs in the basement. That sounds yeah, really cool. cool. Yep. I'm saying this all in public so that now it becomes a thing. And so Bill and I, maybe we'll talk about it. Yeah, now it has to get done. You put it out in the put universe. In the universe. <laughs> we absolutely have to get this project done before we have more bottles collected once again than we can use because then we'll be throwing more bottles away again. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. We bought some fairy lights that we're going to hang on a money tree. We repotted the money tree in a pot that we like the color to bring it in the house. Um, but the tree's still outside and the fairy lights are still in the box on the counter. But someday we'll put that, that together. That's about as do it yourselfish, do it yourself esque as I could safely get. 
TC. Plus, plus I have to touch up my desk and finish the file cabinet. TC, <laughs> you hate the word someday, so I think you should just pick a day and do the fairy lights and bring the plant in. Mm -hmm. That's true. <laughs> You're right. Well, I'm going to be making a corkboard picture frame because I love that idea. And I have too many corks, too. Even though I did get rid of a bunch of them once. Yeah. Still have more. I used to have a bunch. I really love Jess's um, grocery list idea. I could see Dino and I leaving notes for each other on a little decorated chalkboard frame. I like that idea. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's totally going to become a you know silly notes to Ben board. Mm -hmm. I'm sure he realizes that, but he asked me, he got, got done with it. And he's like, well, where do you want to hang it? And I'm like, well, I'm still kind of thinking about it. He's like, so it's chalkboard, right? I was like, yeah. He's like, did you buy chalk? <laughs> <laughs> Oops. It was funny. I said, but I could put it, put it on the grocery list. <laughs> <laughs> that isn't able to be written right now. <laughs> You know what I, I always wanted to do is you know how they take those tabletops and then they put a whole bunch of stuff on there. I've seen it done with coins. You can I've seen people do it with um, even like um, beer tops, and then you put epoxy in there, mm -hmm. and now you've got a cool tabletop with something in, embedded in there. I've always wanted to do one of those. I have always I wanted to do like a resin tabletop as well. Resin is that what it is? Resin. It'd be cool to do that with Cheney on the island. That would be cool. Yeah. There's um, a bar. It was one of the bar um, beaches, hotel thing, hotel places that we went to when we were last there and, uh, on the island. And the whole entire bar top is like that. And it's a beach scene. It's really cool. Mm, it's got sand cool. and stones and all kinds of stuff and shelves. We have another bar like that here. It's covered in pennies. The whole bar is, and the bar is called Common Sense. I was going to uh, say that I've seen a bar covered in pennies, but I couldn't remember where it was. I wonder if it was that one. Probably. Yeah, did you go on that um, Alexander Hamilton tour? Because I know they went in Common Sense. Oh, you didn't go on that. Mm -mm. We didn't actually go in on that. When we went on that. It wasn't open, unfortunately. Mm. Mm, that's a bummer. It's much more fun to go in there and just have drinks. It is, yeah. Mm. Mer, I wonder if you could get some uh, some green sea glass and make your own leaf for your pumpkin, Ooh. so that it wouldn't be like just a fake leaf. I or have, something. Yeah, I have some sea glass in my kitchen. I should see if I can cobble a little leaf together. Yeah, that's a great pretty. idea. That might be fun. Yeah. So I found some um, craft trivia. You guys want to answer a few oh, questions? Gosh. You guys want to answer yeah. a few trivia questions before we before we close out? Yeah. Okay. What byproduct of an ingredient of guacamole can be used to produce a red dye? Do, 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 do. Onion? Red onion? Oh, that's a really good guess. But it's wrong. <laughs> it's got to be something from the avocado seed. I mean, what other byproduct is there? So it is the avocado pit. Clean off any flesh of avocado that remains on the outside of the pit. 
Then place your pits in a pot of water. The more pits, the darker the color. Bring it to a boil, then simmer for a few hours until the water turns the color that you wish. Place your fabric or yarn in the dye and leave it for a few hours until you have the color that you want. Crazy. Who would have thunk that? This is like a layup. What used to come into most homes daily that could easily be recycled as wrapping paper? Newspaper? Newspaper? Ding, ding, ding! This is the explanation on funtrivia.com. Newspapers are usually recycled. This is just another means to do so. They can be classy with the black and white pages augmented with a black ribbon, or they can be more colorful if you use the Sunday comic section. Old maps can also be used as a colorful wrap. I like the map idea. Yes, I have not thought of a map to, or thought of using as a map as wrapping paper. That is a really good idea. But I used to use the funnies. That's what we called them, the funnies, um, to, as wrapping paper sometimes. Hmm. All right. This type of firing, also a type of soup, is usually only the first firing of two or more. This firing changes greenware or raw clay into ceramic material or essentially a rock by burning away organic material and water. What is it called? Broccoli cheddar. Oh, soup, right? Yeah, I did. Mm. <laughs> a demi glaze? No. <laughs> bisque. Oh. Bisque firing is important. It allows the clay to harden into a ceramic material, but leaves the surface porous enough to allow glaze to be applied easily. So, not broccoli cheddar. No. You know mm. what? This is just a ridiculous question. Silhouette artistry was first developed in which country? And you'll know why it's ridiculous as soon as I give you the answer. France. I, I don't know. I guess, yeah. The answer is unknown. <laughs> oh Anti-climatic. <laughs> That's what we call a trick <laughs> question. All right, this and then a, this is a great little trivia quiz you found there. Mark. I know, right? Let's, let's do one more. Hopefully, this will be like some redemption. I don't know. I haven't read it yet. It'll be a surprise for everyone. What article might you use in soldering jewelry to support your work and to make sure that heat is distributed evenly? Like anybody's gonna know this because we do all the soldering. Salt, 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 salt. I can't say the word. Somebody soldering. All the soldering we do in our jewelry making. It's called a wig. A wig is made from twisted wires and looks a bit like a wire lollipop. It can be very useful if you are soldering a piece that needs even heat distribution. I haven't actually got a wig myself, but I have a wire bridge shape like an upside down U and mesh that fulfills the same purpose. That's somebody, not me. That's somebody else who wrote that. Um, I don't know what they're talking about. Neither. I should have stopped when it said, but I have a, or I haven't actually. That's where I should have stopped. <laughs> so anyway, this is I, a. I, uh, I have a, an earring that needs a little bit of fixing, and I made the mistake of asking Bill because I know he he does some soldering and what have you. Soldering, solder, I soldering. Soldering. I can't say it either. Um, and he said, "Yeah, I I have stuff that can do that, but I don't have anything that can fix." jewelry and i could hear the yet <laughs> yet in his in his tone 
that's happening. Add to he, cart. <laughs> he needs a wig. Now, now you know. Yeah. yeah, you can tell him to buy a wig. All right, this is really going to be the last question because I actually know this term. A book is usually divided into one or more groups of folded paper. These groups are called what? Leaves. Do you, oh, do you want me to give you some options? You want this to be multiple choice? Yeah. Okay. Groupings. Yeah. Is it groupings, sections, signatures, or pamphlets? Pamphlets. Groupings. Pamphlets. The answer, my friend, is signatures. Obviously. Obviously. So that I learned that term when I was learning how to make notebooks. You remember the notebooks that I used to make mm -hmm. with the... Oh, yeah, with the little uh, binding yeah. on the side. Um, those are signatures. It's in the section. It's funny. I almost guessed signatures because of where that answer was placed in the in the choices. Did you did you make up the choices? No, they were here. Oh, okay. I didn't think that the option would be the first or last one, and so I was just going to guess the third option. But because, I didn't think it made sense because so C is always the answer. Mo, mo, I, it's probably more often the answer. I'm going to Google that. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. So this this uh, list of trivia questions goes on and on and on for 40 of them. Ooh. Mm, I sure I sure wish we could do all of them, but we can, we don't have time. <laughs> we we just don't have we just don't have the time. Oh gosh, we're so low on time. <laughs> but we'll put a link in the description in case you want to wow your friends with some of this amazing craft time trivia <laughs> oh thank you sirens for sharing all of your fun ideas with us and with the entire world for for goodness sakes i had so much fun tonight and yes my new favorite episode i'm so glad that we're off a hiatus welcome back sirens and thank you fellow explorers for listening to this episode next week dr ian is coming back and the sirens are reading his third book in the ash cane series it's called the overnights so get the book read the book send us your questions for dr ian and tune in next week uh, you can reach us at sirensoapbox at gmail.com or on our website. So listening to this show and sharing it with someone you love is the best way to support us, but you can find other ways to support us at sirensoapbox.com support. And until next time, dive in, stay curious, and be happy. <laughs> Yay. Oh, that felt so good. I know, I missed it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Siren Soapbox. And a special thank you to C-Strings for providing our music. Snag their latest CP from iTunes today. Follow the Sirens on all the social medias and don't forget to tell your friends about us. Like and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. We'll catch you next time on another episode of Siren Soapbox.